0: Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Who do we celebrate this morning? We celebrate Jesus. And so, if you're new here this morning, we just want to say welcome again. We just pray that you just are blessed today. And that most of all, that you just encounter the love of God, that you sense his love this morning. Um, And also, the love of the people in this place, because we love meeting new people. So, it's good. God is doing some good things. Who is a Friday Easter egg person? Who is a Sunday Easter egg person? Who is a anti-Easter egg person? I'll take your eggs. (laughs) Wow, so much passion about Easter eggs. Who is the person that says to the spouse, Can you make sure you eat all the eggs so there's none in the house? And then a few minutes later you ask where the eggs are. My wife, my, my, my wife and I have had that conversation this week many times already. And I think that somebody is stealing all of our eggs in our house, pointing to my wife. One more question. Who is a Cadbury fan? Who is a Darrell Lee fan? Boo. boo. <laughs> we'll pray for you this morning, all you people. Who is a Lint fan? Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with people? No, I'm a Cadbury man myself. Thanks, Libby. My son turned three on Thursday, and he is in the service today. So we'll see how we go. Uh, And he calls Libby, Livy, like liver, Livy. So if you want to speak to, if you want to call Libby, Livy from now on, please feel free to do that. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 28 with me. Matthew 28. As you can see here, I've got a paper Bible in front of me. There's a few of us who are bringing paper back, making paper hip again who uses the word hip i don't know yeah doctor uses the word hip all right matthew 28 verse 1 says this it says after the sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week mary magdalene and the other mary went to the tomb and there was a violent earthquake For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and said, and and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn back to Matthew 27. (coughs) Matthew 27. Sorry, Troy, I just skipped ahead. Matthew 27. Let's look at this together. Verse 45, it says this. It says, From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land, about three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani," which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. Is there another slide for that? Or is that it? Now let me read you Matthew 28. The guards were so afraid of him, they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, he has risen, just as he said, Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead, and going ahead of you into Galilee, there you will see him. Now I have told you. So the woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to his disciples. Let's just pray for a moment. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your great, unconditional, unfailing love. And today, Lord, we take a moment to celebrate the gift of the cross, that you took our place, even though we didn't deserve it, you died for our sin. And today, Lord Jesus, we make this moment about you, and we say thank you for dying for our sin. Thank you for taking our place on that cross. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your great and everlasting love. And I pray this morning, each of us, whether we're regular here or whether we're new, Lord, we would encounter your love in a powerful way. Speak to our hearts this morning, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Everybody loves a good comeback story. Who loves a good comeback story? This morning's message is called The Great Comeback. Up on the screen, there's going to be somebody put up on the screen. This guy's name is Karolai Tarkax. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but we'll go with that. Karolai Tarkax. You've, never, you've probably never heard of this guy, but however, he is from Hungary and he is a national hero in his home country of Hungary. Everyone there knows his name and his incredible story. In 1938, Karoly Takacs of the Hungarian Army, the guy you see on the screen, was the top pistol shooter in the world. He was expected to win the gold in the 1940 Olympic Games scheduled for Tokyo, and these expectations vanished one terrible day Just months before the Olympics, while training with his army squad, a hand grenade exploded in his right hand, and his shooting hand, his right hand, was blown off. Tarkak spent a month in the hospital, depressed at both the loss of his hand and the end of his Olympic dream. At that point, most people would have quit. They would have probably spent the rest of their life feeling sorry for themselves. Most people would have... uh, quit but not Tarkax, he was a winner and he had a different mentality. He decided that he would do the unthinkable. He picked himself up, dusted himself off and decided to learn how to shoot with his left hand and his reasoning was simple. He simply asked himself, why not? Instead of focusing on what he didn't have He was a world-class right-handed shooter. He decided to focus on what he did have, an incredible mental toughness and a healthy left hand. For months, he practiced by himself. No one knew what he was doing. And in the spring of 1938, he showed up at the Hungarian National Pistol Shooting Championship. And other shooters there approached him and gave him their condolences and thanked him for coming along to support them and for having the strength to do so. They were surprised when he said, I didn't come to watch, I came to compete. And they were even more surprised when he won the championship. The 1940 and 1944 Olympics were cancelled because of World War II, and it looked like his Olympic dream had come to an end. But he kept training, and in 1944 he qualified for the London Olympics And at the age of 38, he won the gold medal and set a new world record in pistol shooting. Four years later, in 1952, in the Helsinki Games, he won again, making him a double gold medal champion. He was a man who had a great comeback and is now a legend in the Hungarian, Hungarian folk lore. In 19, uh, sorry, in July 2019, it was a day of infamy for the Queenslanders. The Blues beat the Queenslanders in the 2019 state of origin. Who are the Blues supporters in the house? Who are the Queenslanders in the house? I thought I could smell you. I thought... <laughs> I thought I could smell you. Just to refresh our memories, James Tedesco, is there a slide for this? James Tedesco, with 32 seconds left, Gave New South Wales a stunning 26 20 victory in the state of origin. I'm just going to wait because I want to see the image. <laughs> I want to gloat in this moment after years of New South Wales losing <laughs> and the many text messages that Mike Mesa sends me because he is a Queenslander and I'm a New South Wales supporter. Just to refresh our memory, the scores were locked at 20-20 on the, in the final minute when Blake Ferguson tiptoed the sideline, found Tedesco for his second try of the night. This came after the Queensland player Josh Papali crossed at the 77th minute and debutant Ethan Lowe nailed a pressure conversion to level the game. The dramatic finish, the last minute try ended a seven straight defeat, years of straight defeat and set up the blues for a new era and a new dynasty. Can I hear an amen from the blues supporters? Oh let's just enjoy that image right now, that's a great image. It was a great comeback story. Some of us remember the glory years of the Laurie Daly's and the Ricky Stewart's. Anyone remember those old days? We were untouchable until Billy Slater came along with his band of merry men. Let me give you one more example of a great comeback. In 2019, Tiger Woods, who was the greatest golfer most successful golfer in golf history. His world fell apart. He had an affair that led to a divorce. Infidelities came forward. He was arrested for driving under the influence. He had numerous car crashes. He had countless injuries. Everybody thought that his career was over, including him. Any golf fans in the house? The Masters are on this weekend. Tiger Woods is the Michael Jordan of the golf world. For all the non-sport people, Tiger Woods is the Tom Hanks (laughs) of the family-friendly genre. He is the Brad Pitt of the romantic comedy. Wait, Brad Pitt? (laughs) Tiger Woods was the greatest but he went down this spiral where his world fell apart but in 2019 Tiger Woods had his comeback 11 years after he was written off he worked himself back to a place where he he could compete in the US Masters, which is the most prestigious, one of the most prestigious tournaments in the world. And in 2019, not only did he attend, but he won the Masters, the Holy Grail of golf tournaments. And it was his first major in 11 years, creating a fairy tale, which is still spoken about in golf folklore. People still refer to the great comeback of Tiger Woods. I've got one more for you. Let's look to the screen. All of us will know this one probably unless you're really young. (laughs) The great comeback of Stephen Bradbury. (laughs) Our fellow Aussie who competed in the 2002 Winter Olympics. (laughs) We had never won a gold medal in this sport at the Olympic Games. Look at his face. This guy was even, he was surprised just to be there, I think. (laughs) It's like he won a raffle and he just you're going to the Olympic Games. And guess what? He was losing. True to form, he was losing. The Aussie comes from the country where there's not much snow, and he was losing this race, but if you remember, in 2002, he was dubbed the accidental hero after his, all four of his rivals collided, tumbled and sprawled around the ice, leaving him alone to skate past them in the last 20 meters to become our first gold medalist. It was a comeback that nobody saw coming, including him. <laughs> and you can tell because look at that look on his face. He doesn't know if it's real or not. He doesn't know what's happening, know if you can see it from where you're sitting. And look at the guy behind him. Oh, my goodness. Everyone's just in disbelief. It was a great comeback from our friend Stephen Bradbury, which is still spoken about and laughed about. All these years later comebacks are often unexpected they're pressured at the time they're hard to watch but when they happen they give us hope when rocky balboa was fighting apollo creed and he was down for the count this is for you natty and rocky came back to defeat is that right apollo creed yeah okay came back to f- defeat if you ever want to go comeback story, just watch the Rocky movies. They're all the same. He's about to lose, and then he screams out his wife's name, and then he wins. <laughs> Stella, Stella. What if you're, What if in your darkest of night, and in your toughest season, God was actually doing something? He was working on your comeback story. What if God was going ahead of you even when you couldn't see it? What if God was making a way for you even when you couldn't sense it? What if God was looking after you even if your heart was far from Him because that's how much He loves you? What if your current experience Isn't painting the full picture and the whole story. On Good Friday, it's impossible for us to comprehend the way the early disciples did. The loss that they felt on Good Friday, which wasn't Good Friday back then, it was just who knows what day it was, but we celebrated Good Friday. It's hard to imagine what they were thinking as they watched their Savior nailed to a cross. didn't realize that within three days the greatest comeback in history was taking place if you remember they abandoned jesus at the cross jesus was alone forsaken taking the weight of sin on his shoulders for you and i but little do we realize that behind the scenes that he was overcoming sin and death. He was overcoming shame so that we might have eternal life and live lives of freedom. The disciples would have looked at the natural and thought their world was shattered, but in the spiritual the world was shifting. Can I hear an amen? Oh. It looked like Jesus was being beaten and broken, but little do we realise that the devil was being beaten and broken. Uh, Listen, the devil, the enemy, he hates today. People who hate God hate today. We celebrate, this is like our Christmas. And our Christmas is like our Christmas. (laughs) God was orchestrating a great comeback even when it didn't look like it was happening in the natural. Their fear, their huge loss, their crippling loneliness, their helplessness, the feeling that God and friend was being murdered, they didn't realize that God was doing something of greatness. We all know the feeling of helplessness the feeling that things won't turn around that the miracle won't happen that the breakthrough will never break and that you won't see that promise that god's given you if you walk with god you know those seasons and you know what it's like to feel like you're stuck and if you don't know god then you feel like that probably more often than not and god says i am working on your comeback We have to remember that God isn't done. And if we were there on that day, we had prophetic insight, we would be saying to the disciples, it is heartbreaking, it is real what you're going through, disciples, but God isn't done. When we allow the cross to be our compass to navigate life, we live above the pain, death and sorrow. We live knowing that we follow Jesus the God of the ultimate comeback. Can I hear an amen? amen? We aren't promised that everything will turn around, but guess what? We have Jesus, and Jesus is enough. Yeah. Jesus is the great comeback. If you have your Bibles, send to Luke chapter 10, verse 41. Just before we finish, I want to bring our attention to the beauty of Jesus. That through all of our pain, struggle, discouragement, sin, and shame, that we can choose to be like Mar- to be like Mary, or we can choose to be like Martha. We can either sit at jesus feet or we can focus on things that don't matter and in luke chapter 10 verse 41 jesus says to martha 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 you are worried and upset about many things but few things are needed and indeed only one and mary has chosen what is better and it won't be taken from her if you remember the story jesus is having dinner with mary and martha and it says that martha was cooking cleaning serving getting things ready what she was doing was important and it was holy but it says that mary sat with jesus and jesus says i want you to be a people oh mary i want you to realize that what you're doing is better than being distracted my heart this morning is this for us and for every person listening that we will be reminded about the beauty of jesus the great comeback of the kingdom. <laughs> that we would be overwhelmed with the beauty of our Saviour. Hebrews chapter 10, 19 says, we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way open for us through the curtain that is his body. I just encourage uh, the host to be just We're going to hand out communion and I just encourage you, just don't take it straight over, just hold it and we're going to take it together. As we reflect on the great comeback, the great conqueror, his name is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, we worship you. It says here that we have open access by the blood of Jesus through the curtain that is his body. You know, in the Old Testament, in the temple, there was the curtain that separated the holy of holies from the holy place. And no one could step in to the most holy place, the holy of holies, unless they were a priest who was prepared. And this curtain, they say, was 40 feet high and was inches thick. And it was interwoven. In other words, you couldn't break the curtain. You couldn't enter into the Holy of Holies. And in this verse, and just as we're doing this, just make sure you listen. Listen through this verse, by the blood of Jesus, we get access through the curtain. What you and I get to encounter with God every day is what the Old Testament Israelites longed for but couldn't do themselves. the ritual they had to go through just to approach the places of God, the the expense, the preparation. Yet you and I, through the blood of Jesus, get to enter into a deep relationship with God through the blood of Jesus. Remember the story that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, the curtain which separated The people from the presence of God, it says, physically was torn in two. Think about this with me. You imagine a 40-foot high, many inches thick curtain ripping in two supernaturally. Any visual people in the house? I think about the visualization of that. And it was a symbolism of God saying, you now have access Oh, but but I I struggle with my prayer time. You need to understand that you now have access to the Holy of Holies. That we might have this confidence to enter in to the most holy place in deep relationship with a loving God, our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. May we never get familiar with the opportunity to step into deep relationship with a loving God, because you and I don't have to contend with the 40-foot-high curtain. We have the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read you something that I wrote <laughs> and I just I pray that it impacts your heart. It's going to be up on the screen as well or you can just close your eyes and listen. And then what we're going to do is that's going to lead us in an item and during the item is when I encourage you to reflect and that's when you can take communion as a reflection of who Christ is. And if you're here today and your heart isn't close to Christ, in that time of communion, it's, it's really just coming, you can just pray, you can close your eyes and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin, of my wrongdoing, give me a new start and come into my heart. Make, make me a new person and be my Lord and Saviour. Why don't you either close your eyes or you can read this on the screen. you can read along in your heart with me, but I just want to talk about the beauty of Jesus before we finish. It's called This is Jesus. The world saw him as the great victim, but we see him as the great victor. The world saw him as sin and shame, But we see a man who healed the tortured, forgotten, and lame. As he was beaten and abused at our expense, the enemy mocked and cursed at the mess. And as he lay there after being nailed to that cross, the darkness laughed, thinking all was lost. But beneath the earth came a sound, the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah, a sound most profound. His name is Jesus. How great is the love of Jesus that while we were down, his love abounds, lifting us from our helpless state and causing us to appreciate the greatness of our Saviour. Thank you, Lord. How great the beauty of Jesus and worthy is the Lamb who was and is and is to come, to be forever worshipped across this great south land. This is Jesus. And while he was dead and buried, we were being born again. While he was abandoned at the cross, we were being invited into relationship that none would be lost. And while he broke the shackles of sin and shame, we were given a freedom through his powerful name, Jesus. Jesus. And today we remember this great sacrifice of a groom for his bride, one completely overwhelmed with love, simply desiring her to be by his side. So how will you respond to this invitation? With brokenness and humility of heart as our Saviour opens his arms, forgiving our darkest of parts. And today we remember the great love of a Saviour. And the victory of the cross, the great comeback story of Saviour Jesus, saving all who are broken or lost. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.